Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. This time on IFAF, Idaho Falls and Food, we celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Could that be part of the future of nursing homes? And BYU-Idaho is allowing shorts? If you can find some long enough, ladies. We need like a, a slogan for the podcast. Oh yeah, that'd probably help. I've said Idaho Falls' fastest growing podcast, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that kind of braggy, though? Well, no, not really. You know how yeah. they say focus on the positive. Yeah. When I say fastest growing, I mean we went from 10 Facebook likes this week to 69 Facebook followers oh. this week. Nice. Oh, and uh, his name's Franklin, I think? Oh, oh, okay. I actually think I know who that is, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think that's the guy that I sold my desk to on Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I was just kind of chatting with him while I was helping him take it apart so he could fit it in his car, and I mentioned the podcast and stuff, but I didn't think he'd actually listen. You never know who's going to pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. want to mention one YouTube commenter, Greg, our first YouTube subscriber, uh, left a couple, but... This time around, I want to focus on a guy. His handle is more buff, more muff. <laughs> now, his profile picture is of the more plates, more dates guy. Mm-hmm. I think the more so, like, <laughs> so I get the feeling he's got a sense of humor. So, it, and it's so meta. He's yeah. in Rhode Island. He commented, I don't know what the, I'm doing here because uh, I live in Rhode Island, although Idaho is on my place list of places to move to. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Carly's a total smoke show. Oh my gosh, she's so nice. So, we agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> More buff, more muff. (laughs) And thank you for commenting. (laughs) And uh, hey, if you're moving to Idaho, we're both in real estate. Just hit us up, man. Follow-ups from last week or previous weeks. It was Starbucks was last week, right? I think so. Dumb Starbucks. Yes. Which we got the story on. It was part of a TV show. But yeah, it was Mm -hmm. an actual art installation. And like Which Dawn, I think is what you said too. Yeah. Yeah. Don, your boss brought at the Wolf mm-hmm. brought up the fact that they got away with it only because they, co- I mean, it was a real coffee shop. It was called Dumb Starbucks. It had their logo, mm-hmm. but it had to be classified as an art installation to fit under the fair use. I think we called it free use last time. Fair use mm-hmm. uh, parody part of copyright infringement or, yeah. or fair use of a copyright. Did we get that right? That sounds right. And I also wanted to mention that the reason I had such a difficult time finding the Starbucks mermaid with two tails, with the split tail, Mm -hmm. and she's holding both of them in the logo um, up by her face, weird, is that it? she's not a mermaid. That is called a twin-tailed siren. Mm -hmm. And the first mention of it was about the 1500s, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's it's it's not a mermaid in your Starbucks logo, ladies and gentlemen. It's a twin-tailed siren, which makes so much more sense. And the sirens—they're the ones that have beautiful voices, mm-hmm. and so the sailors sail their ship close to them and get dashed upon the rocks. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, or jump off the boat to go find them and then get drowned. Yeah. yeah. Which also, there's actually a lot of speculation that manatees were mistaken as sirens for a long time. Sea because, cow. Well, especially if you see them from underneath as they're swimming, mm-hmm. they do actually have basically knees under their blubber that really do look like human legs. Like, it's kind of freaky. There's a guy on the internet lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, his handle is see-through canoe. <laughs> and he does a lot. So he, he used to, he's got a... As the title would suggest, a see-through canoe. That's that cool. kind of takes... like what we did in the Virgin Islands. Yes, that exactly so like what we did. Mm-hmm. It was, and we did a night ride. It was so cool. That was super cool. So cool. Uh, thank you for that, by the way. We yeah. did that for my birthday last year. Went to mm-hmm. St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. 
One of the other follow-ups, you know, I geek out on this every August. I look forward to August because the winter weather prediction from the old Farmer's Almanac comes out. Mm-hmm. So that came out this week, and I posted it not on the IFAF page, I think on my own page. We're in the Intermountain region, that's region 13. and that's Lucky number 13. And the only state that's fully in that region is Idaho. So this is Idaho-centric weather that's predictions. That's cool. You look back historically, you see that the old farmer's almanac, and look, I'm not an, well, I'm old, I'm not a farmer, I don't like almanacs, but for some reason, I, I crack out on this mm-hmm. every year, because, you know, you kind of get a, we all know it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Winter's going to suck. You could say that with 100% accuracy every right. year. Right. We had like a real nice mild one about seven years ago, but who knows if that's going to happen. Right. Anyway, last year, so they're always about 80%. They're famously accurate, about 80%. Mm-hmm. Last year, in their pre, so there's two, there's, there's precipitation and temperatures, whether they will fall above normal or below normal. And last year, they were 100% accurate for our region in precipitation. Oh, wow. 80% accurate in temperature. So here's what they have to say. Again, this is, so this is Idaho. <laughs> I'll just put that <laughs> L right up on my forehead where it belongs. <laughs> and then we have the western parts of our bordering states, Washington and Oregon. The Sorry, the eastern parts. The western parts of Montana, Wyoming, mm-hmm. most of Utah, most of Nevada. Here's the prediction. Uh it's, there's going to be snow, above normal snowfall. Snow in Idaho? What? What a surprise. <laughs> the snowiest periods will be mid to late November and early and late January and mid-February. Ooh, so maybe we'll have a snow-free Halloween. Maybe. We'll I see. That. <laughs> uh, how cold will it get? It'll be colder than normal, uh, four degrees below average in December and January. February, just slightly below average. The coldest periods... We'll Katie be in, shivers just thinking about it. <laughs> we'll be in early and late November, late December, late January. <sighs> so, My birthday's always too cold. Yeah, that's right. It's such a bummer. It's Maybe gonna, that's when we should plan a vacation out of town. January 25th, your birthday is a is just a very special day to me. Mm, <laughs> Not just because of you either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're great. I'm glad you were born, did. It's also well, a great you. day for me. Okay. Thank you. You were talking about manatees, and so that made me think of Jim Gaffigan's sea cow bit and the oh, fact that he's going to be... I'm so excited for that, by the way. At the Eastern Idaho State Fair. It starts this week. Can you believe it? It's here. Mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend is this coming Monday, a week from today, hopefully, if we get this published Monday. And then mm-hmm. the Eastern Idaho State Fair starts this Friday, September 1st. So fun. Remember when they added that, uh, that uh, additional day? Was that two or three years ago? Oh, you know, I never paid too much attention to it, but I should have because my dad works the fair every year and it pisses my mom off to no end because he's gone. Oh, 10 days in a row. Yeah. He's yeah. like completely gone off the face of the earth. Although really, I think she needs she needs to look on the brighter side of things, which is that while he's down there, we can just place orders for fair food and he'll just grab it throughout the day and bring it back to us. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Does he have a get me to the front of the line badge or something? Um, I think... Because he of. should, yeah. Yeah, I think he kind of does. And also, I think he's just able to go during lulls because he can sort of, you know, monitor the crowd and figure out when he can go. Go during lulls and for the lulls. Exactly, yes. Does he, what's your favorite fair food? Ooh, turkey legs. Okay. Yeah. We had one of those in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's pretty much like the healthiest thing you can get in Disneyland is a turkey leg? Which makes sense. It's just protein. 
I really, I'm a fan of the bullseye burger. That's the one on a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh, those are really good oh, too. Man, oh, so good. and you know, the very first time I had fried pickles, which was one of my very most favorite foods, was at the Eastern Idaho State Fair. It was in a booth right next to the bullseye burger or darn near there. And I couldn't find them again for like years. The next year I went back to try to find them. Nowhere in sight. I <laughs> did spend three years in Milwaukee and it kind of got me spoiled <laughs> because those people invented food on a stick. Right. They invented everything good. They invented malt mm -hmm. that you put in your oh, shakes. So good. That are hard to get around here. Oh, mm -hmm. in fact, we, we'll get to food here in just a second. Yeah, but really quick too. Can I also say one of my favorite candies as a kid was the strawberry whoppers and they don't make those anymore. It's you, such a shame. We need to get our own malt and go to Wendy's and get the strawberry f frosty before they're gone. <gasps> Yes. Right? That's so smart. Make your own strawberry malt. I love that. Oh, or we could just go to Reed's Dairy. They add malt. Speaking now. of Reed's Dairy, yeah. at one point they did a maple bacon sundae. And oh. I wonder if they're going to do that again. I, Alan, if you're listening, first of all, congratulations on your distinction. I don't remember the reward, but or the award, but he got <laughs> something like, he probably got a reward too, but he got <laughs> something like man of the year for the Idaho Dairy Processors Association or something like wow, that. Wow. Okay. Good for yeah. him. Alan Reed, kind of a big deal. Yeah. We'd love to see your maple bacon sundae make a comeback. That sounds good. So let's get to restaurants because we, we're, we're going to try to put it all in one section. Yeah. We cracked out <laughs> on food this week. We really did. Yeah. It started off as a trip to St. Anthony for you to pick up a... Uh, you, you're constantly selling stuff well, and, and buying stuff on well, Facebook Marketplace. Exactly. Well, and now that I'm in my new place, so much of my furniture doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Like, so this new place is so much more open concept, which means I have no corners anymore, which, mean, which meant that I had no corners to put my corner desk in. So I had to find a new desk and I found this beautiful like antique secretary's desk online. Uh, it really is great. And it was so cheap. It was like 40 bucks. So even with having to drive over there, it was still super cheap and it's a beautiful desk. It's all real wood. I'm very, very happy with that purchase. And the folks that helped us were super nice. They and were the guy, super nice. And the guy's name is Carl, which I thought was funny. Because <laughs> your name is Carl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what we call you from time to time. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we'd make a total trip out of it and go to Ashton first and go to Frost Top and get a uh, malt. A malt. Speaking of malts. Mm-hmm. No, they were closed. I was so bummed. Sometimes Google Maps is cool. Sometimes it sucks. Well, it's <laughs> it's only as good as it's programmed to be. As the people who update it. Right. <laughs> to be fair, maybe we should check their Just Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, pro yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably had a. Yeah, that could have been on us. Yeah, I follow uh, them and. Um, Jill's Chicken Shack in Iona. <laughs> yeah, but now that listing is is done. It's it's over with. So I I might I may not visit as often. Mm -hmm. But uh, Jill will make up these just treats, and I'll I'll see it like a day late. Mm -hmm. You know, she'll be like, "Come and get them before six or whatever." Yeah, and you see it at like eight in the morning the next day. <laughs> so we didn't get the Frost Top Malt in Ashton, but we did go back down to Rexburg and say, "Okay, let's try this curry pizza place." Mm -hmm. Amazing. Oh, so good. It's not Italian pizza. It's like Indian pizza. It's like a flatbread, mm. nice flat crust. You know, I've, with those I actually massive loved, amounts of toppings. I love that the crust wasn't too flat, though. It wasn't. Yeah, it was still a little doughy. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. like say a naan, a garlic naan. Right. We got the binda special, mm-hmm. and the here's a shot of the. I don't know if you can make any of this out. Uh, shot of the menu screens, binda mm-hmm. special, and of course you have to try a signature dish when you go to a place for the first time. Right. So we got the curry pizza. My favorite was the mm-hmm. curry pizza. Your favorite was the binda. The binda. Yeah. And then didn't you get a nice little mango? I did. I got a mango lassie yeah. as well, which I, I hope is how you pronounce it. I, I could be wrong. It, it That's how it looks. Um, And we just did one pizza half and half, which was brilliant. And next time we go, I really want to get the tikka masala. Yes. And the uh, buttered butter chicken. Chick- Let's go half pizzas. and half on that. Right. That was my thought. Highly recommend. If, that sound, if it sounds weird but good to you, go. Mm-hmm. You won't be sorry. And then they do, they have just regular pizza, and then I think regular Indian food too. If you're into that, they do. If if you don't like this crazy fusion, but it was so cool, it was super good. I guess Guy Fieri checked them out in their was it their Provo location or West Jordan location um, for diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yes, and took a trip to Flavor Town. It was it was Flavor Town for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Then we just went down the street and tried out Boba Love, and you loved it. I did. Yeah, I got the cocoa. I can't remember the name, but it was the coconut. Um, Coco Blue? Coco Blue. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And that one was super good. And it had a lychee. Um, it wasn't a boba at the bottom. It was like more gelatin strips that, almost. Yeah. But they were fibrous, sweet gelatin yeah. strips. That might sound gross the way I'm describing <laughs> it to you. It's a taste like I've never tasted before. And it was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. The only thing that kind of was not great about that experience was the weight. They only had one guy and it was packed to the brim. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. packed to the brim. I, I was talking to Brad about our Rexburg trip. And he said, because he was just up there, uh-huh. I think uh, at a Java Express. And, yeah. Oh yeah. I saw that on his Facebook. And he said, you know, I've never seen so many. Rexburg, if you're a bitter old man, <laughs> <laughs> he said, go to Rexburg and just hang out at a soda shop. You see so much young love there. Yeah. All these engaged couples from BYU, Idaho. wonder how that happened. <laughs> right. He said, I just, it warmed my heart. <laughs> And the record, yeah, they're just excited to bone. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait till the wedding night. <laughs> hey, look out because BYU Idaho is now allowing shorts. I know how scandalous. Who wears short shorts? I'm just saying, how will don't any, get carried away? How will any of those male students be able to concentrate with all those knees out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also realistically, because of the dimes between them. Yes, <laughs> there you go. That helps. Um, but. As a chick who has had to shop for shorts before, uh, um, it's so hard to find women's shorts that are even kind of modest, you know? Well, like they are either... Carl, modest is hottest. <laughs> so you better do some shopping. <laughs> I guess so. But they either go past your knee or they go just past your booty and that's it. Ah, right. You know? There's, There's no, no in- middle ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Aren't there culottes or skorts or whatever? The, what are those Back called? Back when I was looking... No, they didn't have anything good. Well, I don't. They they wanted to standardize. What is it? There's BYU in Provo, BYU Idaho, BYU Hawaii, and they mm-hmm. sort of wanted to make a standard. I'm sure in Hawaii they've worn shorts forever, right? One would, I mean, one would hope. At I least. haven't been, but that yeah. that just seems cruel to not let them. <laughs> and prayers for Lahaina and Maui. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are you hearing there's conspiracy theories about that now? I just started hearing about that. Like the police blocked off roads. Well, so that people ended up burning in their cars and they could have gotten out, but they were concerned about down power lines. But you would think that down power lines would be a lot less hazardous than, you know, 
Raging Inferno. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so my aunt was saying that she actually knows some folks that lived in that area. And like she was saying that they saw the fire coming and went to try to get their garden hoses and put out what they could and their water wouldn't work. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the water was... And it wasn't just them. It was like their neighbor too. Or it somehow got interrupted or something. Yeah. I... Boy, I don't know. I don't want to go too it, far. It's not a bandwagon I want to jump on yet. To be I don't want to stray open to it. Yeah, I don't want to stray too far from reason. Right. The, the other big conspiracy uh, theories that abound this week have to do with Trump weighing two fifteen and being six three, because <laughs> that's like how Muhammad Ali was built in his prime. That's Chris Hemsworth's current stats. Yeah. So you know, I don't. Did they not weigh him? Was he holding on to the wall? What really happened there? I mean, muscle we don't does know. weigh more than fat. It does. So. Yeah, it does. Maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe. <laughs> Plausible deniability. I kind of. Okay. Do you remember those uh, uh, NFT trading cards that Trump did for a second? Yeah. I sort of wonder if that's the stat that they put on those. So they just want to be consistent. Because you saw his physique in those. Yes. Right. You yeah. Know? It was very. Um, uh Marvel esque. Well, and there's and now there's you know there's questions about his height because his New York City driver's license says six two, and oh. we know that he wears lifts. I think he's even admitted it, or mm-hmm. or the internet's figured it out, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So is he really that tall, and is that really his weight? You know that could help sort of make up for that discrepancy. Back to food. So I was jonesing for an Eero this week. And I realized Tom's Eros in Idaho Falls closed. Mm -hmm. So sad. Tom's Eros in Pocatello closed. But then I remembered Greek Fest. Mm -hmm. So you were working. I went, but I didn't go. Because here was the line. This is only a nine-second time-lapse video, but look at this. And then here's where it ended. At this point... I stopped recording the time-lapse video, and I, I talked to the people, asked them how long they had been there. They said, it took us an hour to get to this point. But the line goes kind of, I don't know if it wraps around the Greek Orthodox Church, church there on in Pocatello, on 5th, uh, but it I think that was only halfway through. So I believe the line to get into Greek Fest around noon this past Saturday was nearly two hours. I could wow. be wrong. Why was it? Why was there so much line? I, because everybody wants in, and it's free admission, oh. and the food is out of this world with the with uh-huh. the um, eros and the spina bifida Ooh, and baklava, <laughs> spanakopita, yeah. yeah, baklava. So, so a guy was actually just coming out to his car while uh-huh. I was getting ready to go in, and I said, "Hey, what time did you get here?" And he said, nine fifteen. Holy crap! And he was just getting out at eleven ish. Wow. So I. Don't like lines. Mm-mm. So I was going to go to Tom's Eero to get an Eero, but they had just closed the week before. Oh, that sucks. Right? At least Arby's reopened and they sell they sell Euros. But... Okay. All right. We'll have to go there. Yeah. yeah the one on 17th just and reopened. As a matter of fact, they owe me two and I've been waiting a long time to get those. <laughs> Why do they owe you two? Because they didn't give me two in my order. And then when I went to go get my two euros that they shorted me, uh, their store was closed for renovation. Oh. And I was super bummed. So I've been waiting months. <laughs> months. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, anyway, I went to Cialetto Lindo, which mm. I've been hearing a lot about in Pocatello. It's just down the street mm-hmm. from Tom's and from the church. And it was great. 
it was just fantastic. Whoever the mater D was there, hey, senor, come on in. You know, he he said a bunch of words that even a gringo could understand. <laughs> Como esta? Uh, Bienvenida. Whatever, whatever he said, I, I understood most of. Mm-hmm. But I, I replied in English because I didn't want to encourage him. But the food was fantastic. And by the way, uh-huh. I'm not sure I've ever eaten at a Mexican restaurant alone. It oh. was fantastic. Imagine, you know how when you got to share your chips and salsa and bean dip with oh, somebody yeah. else? Yeah, and you always take more conservative scoops because you don't want to look like a jerk. And then they'll cross-contaminate the beans into the salsa oh. and the salsa into the beans. That is such a sin. Ugh. Uh, um, I could just do it all myself, by myself. I got the carne ranchera which is my frame of reference for Jalisco's here in Idaho Falls. Mm. And uh, at Cialeto Lindo and Pocatello, they made they had a nice little mole. Ooh, I love mole. Yeah. we got Then we got to mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. and try this. It's out of this world. I think you'd love it. So I went to a Mexican wedding in Mexico. It was actually in Oaxaca. Uh, and they had this fully catered Is dinner. that the one that looks like Oaxaca? Yes. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but when we went there, their main dish was a mole chicken, uh-huh. and uh, there was lots of dancing, and it was a very high energy event. But like, I was so stuck on the food because it was so good, and so I ate my first portion of it and stuff. And then, like, it, you know, an hour or two later, I'd been dancing, and I was I was so hungry, I was starving, and I just turned to um, my ex husband, and I was like. Because you know, at the what time, was he, he doing wasn't... there at your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually his cousin's wedding. <laughs> okay. um, oh. But anyway, so I turned to him and I was like, uh, "Hey, could you ask the waiter if he could bring me more of that mole chicken?" <laughs> and he kind of smiled and he he pulled a waiter over and the waiter just looked at me like, "Oh, you poor little white girl! I bet you're so excited for good food." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, please give me some." And dude, I was he so gave happy. you the pity tilt. Yeah. The, he... the, oh. He totally did. He oh, was like, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. my sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I was so stoked to get another pl- another plate, though, because it was so good. If I know, I'm not sure who really does a good mole here in Idaho Falls. I know, and I think it was a brother-sister. There's a few of those, actually, in Salt Lake City, where they started a restaurant, brother-brother, something like that. Mm-hmm. Family members starting restaurants together and then getting in a fight and breaking off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a red iguana and there's a blue iguana in Salt Lake, and they both have incredible mole. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's something... That, uh, didn't that also happen with uh, Puerto Vallarta? Did it? I think it was like a couple that split up or something, because there's the one yeah. by Brolums and then there's the OG one. And I know that, and I don't think this is the result of a fight, I don't know their family business, but there's right. Garcia's Meat Market on the Northgate Mile, and then there's Garcia's um, Street Tacos and, and Polonas. Oh. And Nightclub now, and Dancing or something? Anyway. Uh, I didn't realize those two were connected. In the strip mall, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the sister that, I might have all my facts oh, wrong. Well, and you know, I've heard the same thing about um, Hong Kong. The one over by Apple. Okay. Apparently and that's New Hong the, Kong? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the ex-wife, I think. Okay. Yeah. But kind of funny. And we also tried Off the Rails this week. Oh. want to mention them. You were thinking that it was maybe an uh, offshoot of Derailed? Well, Because they're both wondered, by the train tracks, only... Yeah, I sort of wondered if they, like, took inspiration, at least. Yeah. Because the name is so similar. Off the Rails is by Holmes and Anderson, and it's mm-hmm. just fantastic. Oh, it's super good. They're French fries. They put something on them. I kind of think Crack. it's some sort of truffle salt or something, um, but you said that you didn't think that's what it was. You I didn't detect was any else. truffle. I detected um, sort of coarse ground salt and mm-hmm. Lowry's, but mm-hmm. they were fantastic. They've got 
loaded fries. You got so the French good. dip. I got the cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. They were both amazing. They were super good. And, you know, a lot of greasy, I, I, I don't want to use the word greasy regarding off the rails, but a lot of people, the places that do fried food, it's almost like they don't change out their fryer oil very often. Right. So everything kind of tastes the same, mm-hmm. but the not at this place. Mm-mm. It was just... It was clean. It was amazing. But still, like, it had that grease. Yeah. It had that cheesesteak grease that you want and love. Oh, great hangover food. Right. Like, I suppose. I'm, I'm kind of mad that we weren't hung over to have it because <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're missing out on the I don't experience. think I'm fully enjoying this because yeah. it's really lifted my spirits, <laughs> but not to a noticeable level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're all the way down in the pit and then you have your spirits lifted that high, it's it, you it's know, it's really quite noticeable. Stretch, but yeah. yeah, yeah, where we were like baseline, and then we had it. It wasn't. It wasn't quite as big of a lift. You like, know, like Jack in the Box monster tacos at two a.m. <gasps> aren't better than off the rails, but they hit different. Right. You know? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Were there loaded tiny tacos? Oh, so per- good. Perhaps the most exciting restaurant news. I mean, other than Che, which we got to try at that Brazilian grill. I can't wait. Which is coming soon. I we love hear. Brazilian grills. I hope. I really do hope that this one has chicken hearts. We're thinking. I love chicken hearts. I had it at uh, Tucano's in Boise, uh-huh. and it was just so good and flavorful, and like a great texture. Do you have? Which sounds weird. But... Do you have them with chicken feet and cow tongue, <laughs> lingua, whatever they call okay, that? Okay, I've actually also had cow tongue, and that's also squid super in its own ink. <laughs> you weirdo! <laughs> I like good food. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I can separate myself from what it used to be. All right. So the most amazing thing. So I lived, don't hold this against me. I lived in Utah for seven years. And one of my favorite things, especially around the holidays, was honey baked ham. Honey baked ham. Th- I'm sure there are some cooks out there. Oh, anyone can make one of those. You just murmur, I've never had a ham like honey baked ham. Mm. So whatever anybody, whatever the naysayers say, oh, why would you spend that much money on a ham when you could just make it? It's not the same. It's not the same as any ham you've ever had before. Whatever they do to it, I'm not sure what. But it used to be, you know know how sometimes Thanksgiving and or Christmas can just be a hectic, stressful time, especially if you're hosting friends or family? Mm Mm-hmm. These guys, you can just go there, get a ham, get some of the turkey, get all sorts of crazy, you know, stone ground mustard with raspberry in it, you know? You know, those that you really like? I love that stuff. And I just used the last of mine. I need to go get more. Wait till Honey Baked Ham comes along. That'll be around November, if you can wait that long. So they're coming right across from Neater's, right across Hit Road. Oh, that's where they're coming? Right, yeah, sort of by, by Cup Bop, I believe. Some, yeah. Somewhere in there. Oh, that'd be nice. Honey Baked Ham is coming to Idaho Falls. And let me tell you, Honey Baked Ham market researchers, you picked the right place. Oh, I'm so this excited. Is, I, think, I think it's going to be... And, you know, maybe Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, they'll be popular, and the other rest of the year, you know, they'll wonder why they're open. Mm-hmm. But I think Honey Baked Ham is going to be just as successful in this market as Chick-fil-A. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, okay, I'm salivating so bad right now thinking about this food. It's... So I'm so sorry for all the ASMR, ASMR noises that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that no one can hear it, because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of mouth noise going on on my end. <laughs> Let, let's do ASMR just for a second. That's us eating honey baked ham. <laughs> okay, before we get off restaurants, I in our Mad Props of the Week segment, which I just made up, so there was a place in between the Greek Orthodox Church that I left because I didn't want to wait in line for two hours. I don't blame you. And Cialetto Lindo. 
There is another place on Fifth Avenue in Pocatello. Used to be called Ming's Cafe. They've changed their name. They now offer pho. Oh, that's the that's the Vietnam Vietnamese dish that looks like pho mm-hmm. or pho. Mm-hmm. It's pronounced pho. Mm-hmm. And the rest of their name is King Tasty. <laughs> so you can put that together in your own mind because mm-hmm. we're a PG thirteen podcast. Although we can say we can say we get one. We can drop the f bomb once per podcast. I tell you what, I want to save it for something else. Okay. Okay. All right, that's fair. Because it's the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop. Oh, and uh-huh. I want to talk about that uh-huh. in a minute. Anyway, mad props, fa, beat, 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 King Tasty. What a great name for a business, Hilarious. and we wish you all the best. <laughs> you know, let's uh, can't wait to hey, try your fa. Maybe on our way down to Lava for your birthday, we will hit them up. Let's stop for some fa. I love that. Either that or some of that mole at Cialeto Lindo. Ooh, porque no los dos. Oh, one other thing, food-related, so excited that Landon's Sweet Lovin' Corn is back in Idaho Falls most days on the corner of First and Holmes, usually starting around 11 a.m. My very most favorite corn. It's so good. It's so sweet. We've already made Mexican crazy corn. We did, uh-huh. Which is el elote loco. <laughs> it's corn, mayonnaise, chili powder, mm-hmm. maybe some cilantro and lime if you want. Uh-huh. Am I missing anything? Um... That's it. That's all it is. A little bit of butter if you really want to. You can do it on the cob or you can do it off the cob. Mm-hmm. You now can my, floss less. My trick that I like to do if you're keeping it on the cob is I like to rub some lime on it first and then do the mayo. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And you actually like uh, not tahine, but... I like Don Cezanne. Don Cezanne. Because it's got a little extra limey kick to it too. It's a little too limey for me. Well, and to be fair, when I made that, I did ac- I did accidentally add a little too much <laughs> lime because I was only going to do one slice and then I did two and but it might have been lo- a little much. But you love your lime. I do. You just love it. Yeah. I like bitter flavors. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, sour, slightly sour or, mm-hmm. or tangy. Tangy. It, it hits yes. you right there. Uh-huh. What's funny is I was talking to uh, my friend Jesus Who's a, who's Mexican, mm-hmm. and he makes my version of American crazy corn. Uh-huh. He does it with uh, corn, mayonnaise, Parmesan, uh-huh. and then some Frank's Red Hot. Funny. Yeah, he's like, you put cilantro on yours, and I was like, bro, what's what's this what's this cultural switcheroo thing here? What, what are you talking about? And I don't That's even funny. like cilantro. Mm-hmm. I just like it in small doses. <clears throat> yeah. Like say in Pico de Gallo. Mm. I I actually really like cilantro, but that could be because you have that weird gene where it tastes like soap to you. It doesn't taste like soap to me. It tastes like dirty sweat. Oh, I guess I could see that. It tastes like an armpit. I kind of like it. (laughs) (laughs) But my dad has that gene where it tastes like soap to him, so he hates cilantro. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't taste like food. It tastes like Yeah, like chemicals. Anyway, going all the way back up to where we side, started sidebarring to land in sweet love and corn mm-hmm. I was so excited and it's the same lady every year I'm like hey can I take a picture so they were hanging up there they were in a because I was there at 1059 you bet and there oh, were already I know other people how excited you were you were message you messaged them weeks ago yeah and said, asked them where's that corn yeah <laughs> yeah you're like a, you're like a crackhead just trying to get his next fix you like, know? like j-law where's the pizza yeah <laughs> where's the pizza <laughs> Um, so I went, I took this picture, here it is. You really covered up that C there, didn't you? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally. Had I covered it up just a little bit more, mm-hmm. it may have looked a lot like Landon's Sweet Love and Porn. <laughs> I mean, that seems like it'd be its own category somewhere. I, I like <laughs> I like pornography. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bro, what what kind of porn do you like? Um, sweet loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that actually sounds kind of tender. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's funny. And and what's great, uh, Landon's sweet love and corn is so versatile that you can cut it right off the cob when it's soft, or you can you know dry it out a- and let it get hard. So it, it all depends really on if you prefer soft pour corn or hard pour corn. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. SMH. Also, I wanted to see if I could get away. <laughs> Also, <laughs> on the wolf, I actually mentioned a fun little uh, summer tip, which is uh, if you are cutting corn, and I wish I would have had a bunt pan to do this, but you should take your corn and put it in the bunt pan and then cut it. So, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So put some corn in your bunt and then cut it off, <laughs> and it'll fall right into the pan. Yeah, you put the corn just just right up the bunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. right up the bunt hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> see what i said 12 year olds <laughs> see there's gonna be a 12 year old listening to this who's just gonna be laughing just off. <laughs> dying oh in fact yeah Ab- abby's kid uh <laughs> yeah. fell asleep to our podcast the other night i said no oh no you didn't she's like yeah you know, thought it was funny <laughs> he's a cool kid he can handle it it's nice to know that our that our crappy podcasts really spans the demographics yeah you know yeah. all we need now is a grandma listener Oh, okay. I'll Do call we have my, one? I'll call my granny. If you're a grandma listening to this, go ahead and you can, it's okay. If you're a 38 year old grandma, we'll take you. Mm-hmm. Um, but just let us know. You know, my granny. So that we can, okay. 12 year old boys, 40 year old grandmas. Yeah, we, we span the demographic. Right. You know, my granny did say that she heard most of our podcast, oh, but no. then when, when she went to comment, uh, she, it, she accidentally logged out of it and then she couldn't find it again. Oh, no. Which is such a granny thing to happen. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's proof that she's Those a granny. Th- three dots, <laughs> settings, check your history. That? <laughs> Facebook watch allows you to, to go to your history, which is cool. I'll oh, sometimes start watching a 20 minute thing, watch a minute of it just to mm-hmm. get it into my history and then go to something else. Oh, that's smart. So Landon, sweet love and corn, you are IFAF this week. Woo. An honor, I'm sure. Oh, did we mention Papa Tom's this week? Again, no. so so oh! I've been going I know I know what you're gonna talk about. I'm so like excited. I mentioned earlier, I've I've been going to businesses at the corner of 17th and Woodruff, you know, to do mm-hmm. my civic duty and make sure they stay in business because right. well, I love them. Especially because I think well, we know Great Harvest went out of business, but we don't know why. Is it because of the construction? I kinda wonder if it is. And I and we because it's been going on for so long and it was so hard to get to. Do we and know- there's another one like just down the road. Downtown. Yeah. Do we know that's why? Do we know they went out of business or did they just close up for six months while this was going on? That You know, that's exactly it. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if they're permanently closed or what the deal is. I just know that when we drove by the other day, I looked over, their sign was down, their place looked completely abandoned. It did not look like Great Harvest anymore. And I was like, what's going on there? It didn't even look like Harvest. No. Bread. No, it didn't look like... It didn't look like average, below average harvest. If anything, it looked like they weren't making any bread. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) How is it that we both make dad jokes? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's bizarre. (laughs) So I went to Papa Tom's because I... Okay, look, man. I got fat again. I don't know how it happened, but I'm back up to COVID weight. Oh, I know. I'm in the same boat. I must be fat and happy. So one of the things I love about Papa Tom's is they have cauliflower crust, mm-hmm. 
which, if you think about it, eliminates the car, eliminates the bread, mm-hmm. um, and you only have natural carbs. So you're, it's like you're eating cheese, meat, and fiber. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. I don't want to say it's good for you. It's still pizza, but it's sure. good and better for you. Yeah. And you know that at the end of the day, if you can't do good, at least do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I strive for, an inch better every day. Yeah. Uh, which you I mean, would... an inch is a stretch, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Centimeter? Millimeter? <laughs> anyway, uh, the, my pizzas, I went in to pick them up. My pizzas weren't ready yet. So guess what I discovered? They have Miss Pac-Man. Your favorite. My I think my all-time favorite. And that you're freakishly good at, too. So we went to Toytopia, mm-hmm. and they had some. They had Galaga, and I don't know if they had Donkey Kong, but they certainly they they had like two or three Miss Pac-Man machines. Mm-hmm. And so I played Miss Pac-Man a lot when it was brand new at Bolero. I think my mom would go shopping at the IGA. I love that. And give me a handful of quarters, and I went to the arcade. Which was so much money back then. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to... Sh- so they have Miss Pac-Man. I want to say two things. One, the machine's kind of sticky, so you can't brace yourself against it, <laughs> if that's a concern of yours. Maybe uh, wipe it down. But Take some it, Lysol wipes in your was, pocket. You know, give it a little... Just a little, little note, Papa Tom's. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I met Tom, the, the guy... You, you know, know... I actually met him three years ago during COVID. Oh, funny. Yeah. But also, this is the time for you to... Uh, you know, cut down the business that you've just built up, mm-hmm. like you like to do. You always like to give just a little criticism only to the places that you truly love. Remember, we don't call it criticism anymore. We call them notes. Ah, that's right. Notes. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. Anyway, and the action's a little too fast. Can you slow down the action, Papa Tom's? It's not the classic arcade action. It's it's mm-hmm. going too fast. And I know there's a little switch in there you can flip, mm-hmm. but to their credit, it still only costs a quarter to play. Which is probably why they sped up the action. Probably. So you'd fail more and you'd have to spend more. But look at this. I got the high score. Isn't that cool? Doesn't surprise me one bit. And uh, you can see I was almost done with this level too before I, when I died. Oh. But I love Ms. Pac-Man so much, and you know it, mm-hmm. that you got me this Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> Good to know how much you love it. I had the prop sitting right here, here next to me. Since you have headphones on, let me... Oh, you got it. Okay. This Ms. Pac-Man keychain. Now this is it's and it's fully playable too. I don't know if we can get a shot of this, but you and I'm going to turn my mic all the way up here so you can hear it. Um, and even on this one, you're start. really good. I don't know if you can even hear this, but yeah, and yeah, I got to the peach level on this. I think at one point, I'll turn the yeah. microphone back down. Anyway, love Miss Pac-Man. Thank you, Papa Tom's. I will go there more often now. Now that I know you have a classic Ms. Pac-Man machine. I love that. Where do they even come from? Where do you get them? Do they rent it? Do they do they own it from back in the day? Good question. You know, we could ask my mom. Okay. Because she's got that arcade in her house. That's right. Yeah. Your mom has a killer 80s arcade in her in the comfort mm-hmm. of her own home. Right. It's super rad. And she her Ms. Even... Pac-Man speed is perfect. It is. She was even featured on 1UP's website. That's where she got a couple of her consoles Oh, wow. From. Dude, her her room is super rad. Well, and she's just ballered it out too. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She decorated it to be um Stranger Things Stranger Things themed. Oh man, which is super funny too, because she also just got this new kitten who is the cutest little baby, and his name is Hopper, and she got him a Demi Gorgon cat tube. <laughs> it's hysterical. I love it. I got. I haven't <laughs> been there since this. I've I've got to go check it out. Oh, he's just a baby. You're gonna love him. He'll like jump in. Like as you go down to pet him, he'll jump up to meet your hand. 
Oh, it's just so sweet. He's a baby. I want to go to there. (laughs) And is Tiny gone? No, Tiny's still. Tiny's still with us? Yep, she's still with us. Okay. She's struggling a little. Yeah. But, you know, she's powering through. She's having those subcutaneous sub-Q shots? Yes. uh Yeah. Yeah, I went out to help with those the other day. Because it's it's a renal thing. She needs hydration. Yeah, yeah. She's having some kidney failure. But she also is an older cat. She's lived a nice long life. So I'm never buying a purebred ever again because they they will break your, I'm I'm going to the snake river animal shelter and getting me not now, but Mm. getting me a black cat at some point. That little girl you sent. Oh, I know. It's like 11 months. I was kind of hoping you'd go get her. <laughs> oh, man. Just she was just so cute. So cute. Yeah. And I hear that black cats get adopted last. So right. that's, I, I'm going to make it my life's mission from now on, whenever I need or feel like a, a companion for 10 years, mm-hmm. 20 years, go get a black one. Yeah. Because I wear mostly black too, so it works. Yeah, it'll match your wardrobe. Yeah. Unlike my cat, who is orange with a, a big, soft white belly, mm-hmm. and he loves to just like lay right on you. So you know he'll he'll pop his little tummy right on your tummy and just completely cover you in white hair, which is why I wear a lot of pastels and whites and stuff. Sometimes when we go out, I'll uh, you of course have to you run on Carly standard time, and I have to wait ten <laughs> to forty five minutes. And um, I'm working on it. And I'll be all dressed up, ready to go. And Leon will just <laughs> on my chest. And I'll be like, right. that's, that's, that was sitting, yeah. sitting like a blobby loaf on yeah. my chest. Yeah. He's, he's just a chonky boy. So sitting, not chill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and so, but that's why uh, we've invested in Gain brand lint rollers. Uh-huh. Those, so I went through a phase where I researched the best lint rollers on Amazon. You would think 3M, the company that is famous for its post-it notes and just sticky things in general would make the best lint rollers. Not true. Gain brand lint rollers are Mm -hmm. the best. They actually work. As opposed, you know, I know you love the dollar store, but when you buy lint rollers from the dollar store, the the, the sheets of tape ones, Mm -hmm. um... They just sometimes don't do it. I get that. The minimum expectation of a thing is to do the thing. Right. That's fair. But also, I like never lint roll my clothes. I'm probably always covered in cat hair. I just don't care. I know I'm going to get covered in it again, especially because I just love my pets so much. As a matter of fact. You would rather love on your pets than look good. I mean, yeah, Yeah. ideally both. (laughs) But speaking of loving my pets and looking good... I actually got this super cute new, I, I don't know if it helps to do the hand We're not behind. on autofocus. So yeah, maybe bring, there. Perfect. Yeah. I think. But I got this super cute new little tag for my little Bagango boy. Is that the Idaho Falls water tower? It's the Idaho Falls water tower. Did you get that at- um, I got this at Splash. At Splash, and which is coincidentally a block away from the Idaho Falls water tower. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at least for now until it moves. Yeah. Are um, they moving? Well, no, the water tower. The water tower. Okay, yeah, yeah right. We all know yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was. I walked in there, I saw it, and they had a couple of different uh, locally themed ones. Like they had a Sasquatch, they had the Tetons, they had- Oh, um, how cool. Yeah, they were super cute. And the funny thing is, the artist is actually a friend of a friend of mine, and I met her the other day, and apparently she does like anime-inspired uh, collars and leashes as well. Like she's got some Demon Slayer ones. I think what? she's got fruits baskets, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of cool. That's so, super cool. Yeah, and she's a local artist here in town. So if you want to support someone, 
I'll put this up here and maybe we can even throw a picture on our Facebook or something and give her some love. Oh, and check this out too. They they do all sorts of specialty cookies <gasps> yes. for doggies. Oh, and doggy ice cream too. Yeah, doggy ice cream, which mm-hmm. Rango loves. He does. We got him one the other day when we went in to pick up some stuff. Yeah. And we also buy him these cow ears, which I'm actually going to grab it because it's right here. And and it doesn't, the, the doggy ice cream doesn't make them... Like it doesn't have any lacto. It doesn't. It doesn't make him farty like pup cups from Starbucks right. does, which he had today. But this is the cow ear, and we actually give him these only at Mike's house because that's where we pod from. It gives him something to gnaw on. It gives him something to do because usually he's super codependent and wants to be on your. I think I'm sure he's been in a podcast or two on your shoulder. Oh, absolutely, yeah. he has at this point. So also him's baby. <laughs> yeah, and also don't expect too much consistency because he'll either want down or he'll you know, step into my shirt and onto my chest in a very unpleasant way and we mm. might have to cut it or something. But <laughs> but yeah, so if you see him on my shoulder for one second and then not anymore, just he probably stepped on my boob. <laughs> <laughs> and, once, and once that happens, it's all over. Well, yeah, because it's just not comfortable and then he keeps moving around. But yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, just like a kid. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Only with sharper fingernails <laughs> exactly well i don't know some kids have some sharp fingernails baby fingernails yeah they will slice you man <laughs> it, you know it's kind of like kitten claws yeah yeah but anyway we only give him his cow ears at mike's house so that um they're still special they're like right. a special little treat yeah so yeah. yeah a little occupied when he mm-hmm. when he comes over yeah brilliant all right, so we covered people food, we covered puppy food. What else is on the docket? It's back to school time. Oh, yeah. And I really don't have much to say about it. You know the drill for back to school. You know what's happening. It's so mm-hmm. cool to see all your photos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, grade eight, grade nine. Yeah, well, and retail stores get packed. So mm-hmm. that's been fun for me. I, the only thing I want to mention, just sort of as a public service announcement, is when it comes to back to school and you're maybe not used to watching out for kids in the school zones or those flashing mm-hmm. lights... Now's about the time. Right. So right. just make sure you slow down in those school zones. They get me every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I speak. We were talking about Pocatello earlier. I don't spend too much time there, but I know the town fairly well. Well, apparently I went through a school zone doing the regular speed, like 35, and I should have slowed down to 25 or something. Oh, no. And a cop pulled me over. And of course, he sees my 8B license plates. Oh, uh-huh. And he's like, uh, you know what you just did? And I said, honestly, officer, I have no idea. He's like, you... You didn't slow down for the school zone. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, a, a school zone rush hour time or anything. Right. Middle of the day. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, because that's my thing. Right. Especially when I'm about to approach a school zone and there's some guy hot on my tail, I will break and break and break and break mm-hmm. and really slow down to show him I mean business about slowing down. Yeah. So the best of us. I'm not saying I'm the best of us. I'm you look saying, out for ladies and babies. Yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. So that's my only PSA for back to school. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, parents, don't post the school that your kid's going to. Mm, you that's know? a good idea. Well, especially because you've just given anyone who can access your Facebook page your kid's name, grade, school schedule most likely not only that but there's your name too how hard would it be for a stranger to say oh hey your mom uh hey mckenna your mom sydney sent me to uh pick you up from school today yeah so just keep that in mind i think i i've it's too bad we have to watch out and be mindful of that stuff but you're absolutely right right well and i remember um i was really adamant about that for a minute where anytime i'd see it on my facebook page i would just like pm the mom and be like hey man just so you know 
this might be kind of dangerous. Be careful out there. You know, and I had one, I only did it twice, but there was one mom who was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Like, you're so right. I'm going to go and censor that right now. And then the other mom was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. And I was like, I'm just trying to be helpful. You don't need to get snippy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you do in a case like that. When you see somebody maybe tripping up, but it's subjective. Do you really say anything? There's. <laughs> I mean, there... my thought is protect kids at all costs, and I'd rather I'd rather have egg on my face and at least know that I tried to help Car- than Carl... you know, realize that there was a place where I could have helped that I didn't. She's the kind of person that might go up to a mom in Winco when they have like a four year old at the front of the shopping cart who's about to tip over oh. and say something. But Only it is. Because... It's all out of love and it's all out of concern. <sighs> well, and also it's just. There's a reason that there are warning signs on carts like that. Kids have died because they've fallen out and cracked their heads on that hard concrete. Yeah, because it really is. Yeah, and it's so easy, you know? And I think that people just get so complacent and they don't think about it. And it's not that I'm trying to be judgy. But, you know, at the end of the day, if there's a chance to help a kid and protect them from something terrible that that could happen, it's so hard for me not to want to do that. We get it. You care about kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and on the other side of the age spectrum, I know that you wanted to get to the hip-hop concert. It's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. So whenever I get into a genre, any genre, country music, opera, um, pop, of course, rock and roll, Mm -hmm. I always like to go back to the beginning. And so I I saw an ad on my Facebook, and you're going to die laughing when I tell you how I saw this ad. Mm -hmm. It was a sponsored ad from AARP funny yeah okay so it was targeted obviously uh to me and i'm not quite ready for your fine organization yet arp yeah but um what blew me away is that dougie fresh is giving a 50th anniversary of hip-hop concert now dougie fresh Mm -hmm. he had a couple of hits in the late 70s early 80s he was one of the people that were there at the beginning along with you know cool herc and the Sugar Hill Gang, mm-hmm. all those guys. But yeah, the first hip hop concert was in August of 19 or July of 1973. Wow, 50 years ago. I mean, that's a hell of a career. And so I, I just want to give you a brief timeline in my mind of hip hop. So, first, it was, it was 1973 and nobody knew about it. I didn't know about hip hop until. Rapper's Delight. That came out in 1979. Mm -hmm. That's the one that samples chic, good times. And it goes, a hip hop, a hippie to the hippie to the hip hip hop. You don't stop the rockin' to Mm -hmm. the bang bang boogie. Say up jumps the boogie (laughs) to the rhythm of the boogity beat. That one? You got you, I know you, you took it you you took it all away. <laughs> I know you I know you got it about two seconds in. Yeah. Well and it's also the one that people always will like mimic and, and joke about when they're talking about it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's quintessential. But Yo MTV Raps didn't come along till 88. And most people here didn't get basic cable till the 90s. You right. may have had that cool friend Which out on funny. a farm with the satellite dish yeah. who got all the channels in the late 70s, early 80s. Right. Which is funny because Idaho's the birthplace of television. You'd yeah. think that we'd have that sooner than anything. You think out there on the old yeah. Philo T. Farnsworth farm. Right. Well, and didn't we also, <laughs> I mean, we're, we also had 
was it the first atomic town or at least the first atomic the first town city in the West? Powered by atomic energy is Arco, yeah. Idaho. Yeah. I mean, so I'm we, just saying, man, we've got some pretty sciencey history. You'd think that we'd have more technological advances sooner. So for us white boys in Idaho, the earliest we were exposed to rap, unless we had like an older college brother who came back from the East Coast, was um, Yo MTV Raps in 1988. Yes. So even though this all started 50 years ago, we weren't exposed to it. And then the first number one rap hit was it, it wasn't until 1990 mm-hmm. by a white boy, Vanilla Ice, <laughs> Ice Ice Baby, which we talked about last week. Right. Yeah. And that's the one where we were all kind of sweating going, should we play this? We've mm-hmm. never played rap before on Z103. Should we do it now? Okay, I guess so. And then MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This came along. We're like, yeah, the, right. the floodgates opened. And now even Eminem is mainstream. Right. He's in fact Eminem. If you if the rule for classic rock or mm-hmm. classic hits is twenty five years, we're almost ready for Eminem on a classic hit station. And and I've actually um, I've so obviously I've memorized parts of raps. Uh-huh. I've memorized a couple Eminem ones too. I was sort of expecting that. I, I've memorized one rap for each decade. So actually, the, that's a good way of doing it. I just did Rapper's Delight, which even though it was 79, mostly 80s, mm-hmm. uh, I memorized Technotronic, this beat is Technotronic, mm-hmm. and then Eminem Without Me, the part that goes, well, I'm back, na 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 fix your bent antenna, tune it, and then I'm going to enter and end up under your skin like a splinter, the center of attention, back for the winner. I'm in arresting the best thing since wrestling, infesting in your kids' ears and nesting. Testing attention, please feel the tension as soon as someone mentions me. A new, uh, here's my 10 cents, my two cents is free, a new sense who sent you sent for me. My dad would have cut, cut you off so much sooner. And that's that's what's funny is when I did Guys and Dolls a couple of years ago, uh-huh. last year, uh-huh. um, every night we'd have to go up on stage for a mic check. Mm-hmm. I'd start with one of those. <laughs> I'd get two syllables out. You're good. <laughs> he was probably so over Because he runs you. the sound at the Civic. And then there's Eminem's Rap God from the 2010s. You remember that. Oh, of course. The, the fast part, which I cannot do as fast as that. It would be comical. <laughs> Should, I'll, should I try to do the part that I know? Try, yeah. I'll just try. And here comes the F-bomb, by the way. So if you don't want to hear it, use your podcast app and hit 30 seconds for it. Here we go. Because <laughs> it's Eminem. Yeah. Some alumma duma luma, you assume I'm a human. What I got to do to get it through to you? I'm superhuman, innovative, animator, rubber, so that anything you say is ricocheting off of me and it'll glue to you, devastating more than ever, demonstrating how to give a motherfucking audience a feeling like levitating, never fading in. I know the haters are forever waiting for the day they can say, oh, I fell off, they'll be celebrating. Because I know the way to keep them motivated. I make elevating music, you make elevator music. Such a good <laughs> Also, I feel like Eminem has got to have the lung capacity to play bagpipes. He's got to. He's got to. Yeah. yeah. But of course, I remember Eminem because when I was like five, I didn't have Baby Shark. I had Eminem, dude. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Which I think is why I'm so cool now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't disagree with that. Says the theater kid. <laughs> so guess what's back? Back again. COVID's back. Tell a friend. Oh, no. What's the new variant that everybody's panicking about now? Parola? Yes. Which sounds like a um, sort of, I don't know. Italian dish or a or a car or a Moulin Rouge <laughs> dance number mm-hmm. it's t- like a like a pirouette and a hunk of dola or whatever yeah. right parola yeah or it, something that a judge would put you on it doesn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I violated my parola yeah so why when we had delta and omicron do we now have parola you know good question but I read this week all I jokes aside if it's pronounced Peroya. Or so, P-I-R-O-L-A, I think. Oh, well, yeah. If there's only one L, then never mind. 
But I, I don't know why I assumed it would have two L's. Feels like a two L word. And I might be wrong. I could be wrong. In fact, I often am. I've been told to say on this show more than don't once. Don't you dare throw me under the bus. <laughs> uh, we know that Carly's always right. I'm I'm wrong a lot. And and nothing. We need to add a disclaimer to the end of this show. I like do not rely on this show for information yeah, like no. at all. So COVID's back. And all joking aside, it did it. The stat that I saw was now this week, one in every 100 deaths is COVID related. So we're kind of, you know, it's it's creeping back up into our mortality statistics. Mm. People are saying, whatever happens next, don't comply. Don't do it. You know, I got I got vaxxed three times mm-hmm. and I got COVID three times. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, I got, I, I got COVID twice. Bill Gates, if he wants the microchip, you know, I live a pretty uninteresting life. As if we don't already have microchips <laughs> in the things that we are actively giving Bill Gates our money for. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Of course I'm not going to leave this, this at thing home. behind me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to leave this thing at home. He can track me any old time. Right. He doesn't have to put it in me. It's so, it's so <laughs> funny. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> we, for the longest time in the 90s, we were like, oh, Big Brother is watching you. George Orwell's 1984 is happening. It's coming. Mm-hmm. We did it to ourselves. Oh, yeah. We have location tracking on our phones because we need our GPS. We share our location with uh, family members, sometimes even friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're the one posting our location in our selfies on Facebook. We're doing it to ourselves. Well, we I, we I have taken think... away our privacy that, by the way, didn't exist 100, 150 years ago anyway. We were all pooping in the streets next to each other 200 years ago. Well, yeah, but you could also Gross. disappear and assume a new identity That's 100 years ago, which you can't really do as as easily now. Yeah. It, it would take a lot more. But, you know, I guess I guess what we can uh, take away from that is one way or another, we were probably going to lose our privacy. We were going to be tracked by the government. This is just uh, this way. We're just giving them our money to do it versus the other way. They would just be doing it regardless. How bad... Do you think it's going to get this time? Do you think it's going to... And how weird is it that we're getting teed up for this Mm -hmm. before another election year? COVID hit in 2020, an election year. Mm -hmm. And now, as we're coming up on the election year next year in 2024, here at the last half of the year, we're being teed up for Hmm. here it comes again. I mean, speaking of conspiracy theories. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I don't know how much... I'll ask the questions... But I don't want to really hear some crackpot. Yeah. You know. Honestly, I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> so tired of you it. You know, and and also I don't feel like I have too many lingering issues. You know, I I always kind of had asthma and like lung issues ever since I was a kid. Um so I don't think that really has changed too much. Although I do kind of think that ever since COVID, I've gotten like weird cat pee smells more often. Ah, okay. Like things will smell to cat pee, will smell like cat pee to me sometimes that other people are like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. I need you to, speaking of which, I need to, will you, will you, do, will you do me a favor? Will you do me a solid? Uh-huh. Will you do me a kindness? Yeah. I want you to smell one of my shirts and see if it smells like cat pee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and also that's <laughs> the thing. He may have gotten to it. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know if I'm an unreliable narrator with that. Like, am I actually smelling it or is it post COVID? Right. It, it messed up my nose. Maybe my nose is just as good as it's always been. And all of you are the problem. <laughs> you know? Right. Maybe it's better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's know. heightened. I will say in general, I feel like I've always been pretty good at like sniffing out cat pee. Because I've always had cats, and that's something you have to be hyper aware of. Because you don't want to go out into the world smelling that way, right? You know. 
I, um, I remember I was working at Retrix Dance Club in the early 90s. Anybody remember that? Corey, the guy who runs Yellowstone Bearworld now, mm-hmm. that, I think that was basically his club. Correct me if I'm wrong, Corey. Or, you know, Rexburg, of course, is a perfect place for a non-alcoholic dance club. Yeah. And uh, I went one night and I was looking down at my shirt that was glowing in the black lights all over in spots. I'm like, what on earth? And that's how I found out that my roommate's cat didn't like me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a terrible way to find out, too. Well, I have a friend who lost his sense of smell, and I'm not sure it's, which we all know is a majority of your sense of taste. Yeah. And I don't know if it's ever come back. I mean, I know people who had to retrain themselves to taste things correctly. You know, I knew someone who, uh, when they'd eat almonds or something, it would taste like hair dye, you know, which awful because almonds are awesome. Is, yeah, that's too, that's too yeah. bad. Yeah. Is, w- was there a sort of callback to the Spanish flu a few years later too or nah? Because a lot of hmm. parallels have been drawn with the Spanish flu in the early 20th century, 1900s. Mm-hmm. To COVID now, like, oh, I guess every hundred years we get something that wipes out, you know, yeah. 1% of the population or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't even know the COVID stuff. Twilight stats, but... trivia, by the way. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure that Edward Cullen died of the Spanish flu, if I'm not... Was it the Spanish flu or was it the consumption? Wait, how did he die? Did, did... He well, must have gotten turned by a vampire before he died? Yeah, so that's what happened. Oh. So Carlisle, the dad <laughs> in Twilight, has been a doctor for hundreds of years, uh-huh. and Edward was a teen... Dying of a disease. I think it was the Spanish flu. I could be wrong. But anyway. Uh, and so Carlyle turned him before he died so that he wouldn't die. I kind of worried that like the people who are enjoying the 50th anniversary of hip hop are also the people who are like the most susceptible. <laughs> Don't say that. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I know it sounds so bad, but I in my head that Venn diagram is probably like almost <laughs> a circle. Right. I hope not. Don't right. get me wrong. I hope it's like every other COVID where it gets less and less potent each time. But well, and I remember. I think it was a conversation we had in mm-hmm. in the nineties, or maybe it was even a Simpsons joke or something. Yeah. But you know, will old folks' homes in the future, you know, be playing rap? You know, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Will Will there be old people around in their wheelchairs? You know. uh Sipping gin and juice. Oh, they're they're gonna be old people playing Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, once they finally have the time, mm-hmm. you know, they're gonna be collecting Pokemon cards. Rolling you know? down the like hall. Like instead of stamps. In my wheelchair, sipping on gin and juice, <laughs> laid back. <laughs> funny. Um, actually, there's a really funny TikToker who does hilarious bits about that. Oh yeah. Yeah, like they've got them playing D and D and stuff. <laughs> it's hysterical. I mean, I. The idea of a retirement home doesn't completely turn me off. I mean, it sounds kind of nice. I've been to some of the ones in this area, you know, with like deliveries and stuff. And uh, Mm -hmm. they seem pretty. I've gotten the tour. You know, they have like salons and Mm -hmm. cribbage, backgammon room. I don't know. You know, they have they have all sorts of stuff there. Yeah, certainly. It seems like a pretty great place. Certainly could be worse. You know, if only they could get rid of that old people smell. (laughs) (laughs) i'm a bad person (laughs) (laughs) well no we we've talked about little kid smell let's go down the old people smell yeah yeah on either side of the spectrum people (laughs) smell funny (laughs) to be fair even in the middle people smell funny (laughs) man last night even though i was done for the day i had been so sweaty from how hot it's been that i had to put on a little deodorant before i went to bed Mm -hmm. because otherwise if i would have like put my arm up and stretched out i would have smelled my pit and been like (laughs) you know woken up (laughs) yeah 
So I just, I totally get it. People are stinky. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to, you know, maintain your hygiene, folks. Bodies are gross, <laughs> Bodies just in are general. Super gross. Um, one thing meat suit. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna kill two birds with one stone by first showing off the IFAF shirt of the week. It's um mm-hmm. from Teton Tees, Teton T-shirts.com. Mm-hmm. But I also want to show you the other thing, since I've flexed and flossed with all my rap Yeah, with knowledge, all your rap skills. I want to show you the one other thing I've learned. Oh man, my hand isn't as flexible mm-hmm. as it used to be. Yeah, so Mike is so. holding up the the word blood using his fingers, something that I did on the uh, playground as a kid. Did you really? Of course, because, you know, hip hop had been around by the time I was I, in elementary school. Okay, yeah, I didn't learn that until, yeah. I don't know, late 90s, early 90s. <laughs> no, I remember when kids would do that and they thought they were like so hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you little baby edgelord. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really hard to do with my arthritis, AARP. Even though you have ARP in your name. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about AARP promoting <laughs> hip hop. It's kind of funny. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Kids and your crazy music. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg records and your Ms. Pac-Man video games. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not excited for this new COVID variant. I'm so over it all. But I will say that very first time when we were all set home for two weeks... <laughs> That was the best. That was did, pretty cool. I did so many puzzles. <laughs> I got so many projects done. Oh, it, I mean, genuinely, that was such a healing moment for me as a person because I didn't have to go to work because I was in retail at that time, too. And yeah, it was just so nice. If that happens again, let's podcast more. I think so. Isn't that the, that was the second coming of podcasting really was during the first round of COVID. Oh, for sure. So I would just say, you know what? Go ahead and be a part of the problem and not the solution, but just do it early. And what I mean by that is get your toilet paper now. Oh, there you go. Get your hand oh, sanitizer. Get your hemp-based toilet paper now. Yeah. Your hand sanitizer, your masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've st- I still have a bunch left over from last time, so I'm good. Yeah. Or at this point, just lean into it. Don't get any of those things and just, uh, you know, just- roll around outside where people have walked around and coughed and lick the railing at the Eastern Idaho State Fair. I mean, the fair is coming up, so yeah, yeah just get it over with. <laughs> get it over with. <laughs> okay, that's I, dark. I don't actually mean that though. That is, a, I'm being facetious. That is a jokey joke. No, get the COVID over with. <laughs> well, not your life. <laughs> sure, but I mean, also like, don't actually do that stuff because if you go out and do that and then you sue me, I want you to know this is a jokey joke and you are a silly goose if you do. And that is all, like, you can do that if you choose to. That's fine. You do you, babes. But don't you dare try to put it back on me. <laughs> do you dare me? No. Do you double dog dare me no, to lick the railing? I don't the- want you to lick the railing at the Eastern Idaho State Fair. Why would I dare you to do that? That sounds so gross. The last time I did it was, like, more than 10 years ago. It was for swine flu. I know. And don't. <laughs> it's so gross. I got, a, I got a real talking to from the GM at the time. <laughs> I got to look at your face every day. And I can't, I can't watch you do that and then go back to looking at you as a podcast professional. Okay, we're out of time. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching, liking, sharing, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. And correcting us. We, and correcting <laughs> us. We want to keep going on this and we need your help. So tell a friend, share it on your wall. 
these guys are funny, these guys suck, whatever you want to say. <laughs> no we'll take, publicity is bad what? publicity. Considering how many notes we give, we'll take some notes. We'll take some notes. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know what you think here in the comments section. And I want to say, this goes back to a couple podcasts ago because I just got, we had so many other things, but my very good friend... Uh, who's an excellent singer. We saw her mm -hmm. in concert at the Colonial Theater Willard Arts Center. Mm -hmm. And she was so good. And she's a professional voice coach. Mm -hmm. And I think she does lessons online even. I know we have a lot of aspiring young vocalists here. Mm -hmm. Her name is Michelle Volake. You may know that name here in Idaho Falls. And she... Which I love her mom so much and I want to be like her mom someday. And is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Michelle... Uh, heard our podcast about, it was just a little sidebar. We took about Little Bunny Foo Foo and she got all the lyrics right and stuff and she did it so well. I think we need to, we need to play it here on this podcast. I love that idea. So, you know, we were kind of talking about how my baby shark was uh, Eminem. So let's do it better for the next generation. And their baby shark can be Little Bunny Foo Foo, as sung by Michelle Volake. Everything old is new again. Yeah. <laughs> so let me bring it up, and we'll just listen to it with you. The, the podcast is over. You're free to go, as if you weren't before. Make your own choices. Ooh, um, you know what? Why don't we put up a little B-roll of the Sunflower Festival behind this? Let's kill two birds with one stone. I love that. So let's sign off first, and then we'll leave you with Little Bunny Foo Foo. Well, I'm Mike Nelson. Remember, never let them force you to wear pants. And I'm Carly Morgan. And always spoil your pets and support local art, too. Little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Down came the good fairy, and she said, Little bunny foo-foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I'll give you three chances, and if you don't behave, I'm going to turn you into a goon. But little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooped up the field mice and bopped him on the head. Down came the good fairy, and she said, little bunny foo-foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping him on the head. I'll give you two more chances, and if you don't behave, I'm going to turn you into a goon. But little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooped up the field mouse and bopped him on the head. Down came the good fairy, and she said, little bunny foo-foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping him on the head. I'll give you one more chance. And if you don't behave, I'm going to turn you into a goon. And little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Down came the good fairy. And she said, little bunny foo-foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I gave you three chances and you didn't behave. So I'm going to turn you into a goon. And the moral of the story, hair today, goon tomorrow. <laughs>